You're listening to the Ask Drone You podcast. You ask, we answer your drone questions. Whether you're here to turn your passion into profit or you simply fly for fun, we're a community of learners and teachers who aspire to achieve greatness. We are Drone You. Good morning, good afternoon, and good day, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Thank you for listening. Thank you for asking questions at askdroneu.com, and thank you for those reviews. Now let's have some fun. My name's Pablo. Nope, don't call me that ever. My name's Paul. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> that was another inside joke. <laughs> My name's Rob. As Paul said, we're super stoked that you are spending a few minutes of your day with us. Uh, we know you're all busy. Uh, at least we hope everybody's busy. Um, and you have a lot of choices. And so the fact that you're hanging here is awesome. It's awesome every single time. And uh, fun show. Let's let's get this thing going. Yeah, definitely. Um, today's question is brought to you by... <laughs> Rob's bald head. All right, what's the question? Ooh, I like it. Let's get this <laughs> thing going. I bet. Everyone was like, uh, what's coming? What's coming? It's like his hair's getting long. <laughs> hey guys, John from Milwaukee. I bought a Phantom 3 Advanced secondhand recently and managed to crash it on the second day. Uh, and then I found out about your guys' channel and realized I am doing nothing right, or was doing nothing right. But my question for you is where should I send? my drone for repairs. Thanks. Um, so first of all, uh, John, I'm not sure whether to congratulate you or feel sorry for you. In fact, Mm-mm, I'm cutting you off right there. I'm stoked for you. <laughs> no, because most people who get into flying fear crashing and yes. it's like, it's like your first rite of passage. Uh, yes. You know what I mean? It's like going right to prom. On. Getting it on. Uh, uh. <laughs> this is a family show. Rob's like, I don't agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Prom night wasn't that exciting for me. Anyway, my point is, is that crashing is good. It's good, right? Would you agree? Because you kind of get that that emotional feeling out of the way. It's a lot like learning to fly a plane when yeah. they put you in your first stall and you poo yourself. So yeah, I mean, nobody likes the feeling necessarily. It's uh, I mean, there are a lot of analogies that we could bring out here in terms of having something happen that you that doesn't feel good, that doesn't make you feel more confident. Does it's just in the moment not something you're excited about. But then after you sort of think about what happened and learn from it, then you think, yeah, it's no big deal. And actually, I'm kind of glad it happened. It's like somewhat like when let's say a a team, a basketball team's won 50 in a row, but the playoffs are coming up. And then there's always that theory that if they lose before the playoffs happen, they actually can get hungry again and then go into the playoffs more ready than they would have been if they hadn't lost. Mm -hmm. And I know there's, you know, you could debate about that as well, but particularly if you're an athlete and you don't want to lose. But anyways, yeah, I mean, I think there's definitely value in crashing. I think that there is too, because at the end of the day, I have learned, Rob, I would ask you this question. Have you learned as an entrepreneur to appreciate failure because it's the fastest way to understand what to do. Yeah, I mean, I... You're not going to learn fast by success. You're going to learn fast by failing. Yeah, failing, trials, pain, all of those things. Again, we could all think of probably 100 analogies right now. And actual stories, right? And crashing is good. And crashing (laughs) Crashing is good. good. So, in terms of 
when you crash, and so I said there is value, and you also lose some value <laughs> because you got to get your drone fixed. But it's a good lesson because as is. long as you it look is. at it as a lesson and a learning yeah. opportunity, you're on a very fast track to success. Yeah. And by the way, we're really glad that you found Drone You. We're excited to have you uh, be a part of the community. So that's super awesome um, as well. But we've had some challenges, uh, Paul, with regard to telling people where to get their drones fixed. And we're a little gun shy. Woof. Good way to put it. Eloquent, Rob, but I would say it a little bit more aggressively. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we've had some sponsors here that have made us think um, about, well, think about how the FAA should be thinking about uh, regulation, which is risk-based performance standards. And so if we think about it like that, instead of like giving you someone to go fix your drone, because I'm not sure that there's anyone good to go fix your drone. It, it might sound crazy that we here at Drone U, I don't mean to puff us up by saying this, but that we don't have a great option for you. Yeah, and but I've I don't heard, feel like we do. I, we don't. And I've heard horror stories from everywhere. Yeah. There's not a single story I have not heard a horror story from. And so here's the risk-based performance standard system to think about when you're thinking about uh, who to work with. Okay. First off, what is wrong with your drone? This is why I think it's so imperative to know the systems of drones. Uh, and but just keep in mind them. that the majority of people won't. I know that. But carry on. Okay. So let's say, well, there are ways to figure out though. Of course. And actually, we just put all of this in the maintenance class that we just came out with uh, for props. And one of the things is turning on the ESC beeping. You can tell if you have an ESC broken hmm. or if it's the motor that's failed. Um, and we go actually in the class about how to spin the motors and, and understand whether they're operating properly. But let's imagine that you understand basic drone systems, flight controller, battery, okay? Flight controller, four motors, cool. The motors are controlled by what? The electronic speed controller, the ESC, okay? The battery is your power plant. As you know, your flight controller is also connected to other things like your IMU, which is essentially what measures the pitch roll, yaw. It's an accelerometer, essentially. And then you think of GPS also connected to your flight controller. Um, Typically, when drones break, especially DJI drones, it's a pretty simple issue, frankly. That being said, it's important to try to isolate what the issue is. If the ESCs aren't beeping on startup and it goes doo-doot, doot, and you don't hear a fourth one, that's probably an ESC. If your drone turns on and it goes doo 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 doo, but then it's like doop, 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 that means your ESCs are actually broken. Uh, you can look up in the manual, uh, no one does this, you can look up in the manual what the light <laughs> se- sequences mean, and it, and it will tell you <laughs> what's wrong. Uh, but long story short is, um, okay, here's the system. One, try to understand what is wrong with your drone. Spin the motors. Do you have debris in the motor? Do you think it's an ESC? If it's a simple fix, step two, figure out typically what parts you would probably need to fix said thing. Step three, ask yourself a serious question. Can I fix this? Fixing drones is easier than cell phones, FYI. Uh, you probably can If you're like, "Mm, not my thing, I'm not confident. If you're not confident about it, don't do it. Find out, step four, the place that you want to get your drone fixed. Do they have the parts? This is a huge issue all the time. Remember when I sent in my Inspire? They're like, oh yeah, we don't have the uh, parts. And I'm like, um, uh, you might've told us that. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I can see you for that, right? Like, oh geez. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) I don't do that though. That's, that was my parents thing, not me. Um, 
long story short is once you figure out the parts that you need, reach out to different suppliers, different uh, stores and find out if they have what is necessary to fix your drone. Then when you find a place, ask them for a timeline, ask them what is their system. Some people have this, uh, send your drone in and we will diagnose it for a fee and then go from there. Um, that is probably pretty standard um, because like you just alluded to, a lot of people are not familiar with how to identify these problems and that's right. fine. Yeah. I'm not judging any of you. I didn't know either. I, we all start somewhere. Anyway. But no, you're right in thinking too that some people, that's just not their their thing and they don't want to figure it out. They want to get it fixed. Yeah. Right? I mean, or maybe they don't have time. Maybe they're more than capable, but they don't have time to fix it. Or take the Paul route, replace the thing. This is an aircraft, not a car. This is an aircraft, not a box. This is an aircraft, not a computer that sits on your desk. But we fixed some things around here too. That has happened. Yeah, thanks for killing my warning vibe. <laughs> I'm hey, just okay. we're we're about truth. Agree to disagree. You know me. Okay, let's quick story. Rob had a crash. He crashes too. I so do I. And he brought me the drone. Remember this? No, no. <laughs> anyway, he brought me the drone and he's like, ah, Paul, um, I need to see, we need to see if this drone is fixable, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, I'm afraid you're going to be disappointed. Um, I found this refurbished drone online and I was wondering if we could buy that. And I was like, Rob, I'm not disappointed that you crashed. I'm disappointed that you offered me a refurb drone. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Use car salesman, bro. Come on. So uh, oh. long story short is I actually pulled that drone apart, took the camera off of it, took, uh, what else did I take apart? Uh, like the entire gimbal seek, uh, yeah. assembly, took off the nose cone of the aircraft, cleaned out the motors on the Mavic. This was a Mavic 2 Pro. Cleaned out the motors on the Mavic like very, like, a lot. Mm -hmm. um, also let the drone sit upside down for a period of time to let it dry out. And uh, I blasted the heat one weekend. I didn't tell you that. Uh, you probably saw it in the bill. So anyway, so because uh, when you you really want to make sure that there's no moisture inside of the aircraft. So with that said, we fixed our Mavic 2 Pro and it was fine. Yeah, by the way, you can learn more about that crash in episode 1135. It's <laughs> a good story. I love that story, honestly. I think it's fun because yeah. I was excited that you crashed. I was like, finally, we're over the hump. <laughs> yeah, well, anyways, um, you know, one of the things that we talked about in, in defense of those that are trying to be drone fixers, if I can use some slang there, it would be a really tough gig. It seems to me a difficult Green. business for, for various reasons, uh, including... The manpower that you need, the time that it takes to to figure it out, and and so essentially the nuances too. Yeah, the nuances, and then you know stocking the right parts so that you can get repairs done quickly. So there's some inventory costs that you have to carry. And quickly is a relative statement too, because you've seen how minute these parts are. Yeah, you have to take your time. If you don't use the right kind of tool, you fry the thing. It, I mean, like literally. Yeah, so that's another thing. You got to have all the right tools. You've got to have the right testing equipment. A elect mini landing pad that's rubberized that you can work on. Okay. Shameless plug. <laughs> never, <laughs> never miss an opportunity for a shameless plug. Always Anyways. Um, so the other thing that we were talking about that I kind of think is that wherever you got your drone, uh, you might check with them. I mean, that doesn't count if it's Amazon or Best Buy, but if you got it from, I don't know, 
B&H or Drone Nerds or one of those places, maybe they have an option for you that you could check out. But uh, you're just going to have to follow Paul's advice and then see who you're comfortable with. And I'm sorry we can't give you more definitive answers. You bring up actually a really good retailer. I love B&H. Their customer service is bar none. Like, they're pretty phenomenal. Yeah. And, uh, and they're, they've been consistent for decades, right? Yes. Yes. But one of the one of the questions that he asked was not only where do you buy your drone, but also what about the ways of like taking care of it, right? Because there's DJI Care Refresh and then or insuring your drone, right? Um, and if you're really not into the commercial space yet or you're hopping back and forth between both, a lot of people do just choose to get DJI Care Refresh. Sometimes you'll get a brand new drone back. Sometimes you'll get a refurb drone back, but it's a certified refurb from DJI, which is a whole different story. And frankly, I think DJI Care Refresh makes a lot of sense for a lot of people. It's not something that I do for every DJI product, but it is something that I do for some of our DJI products. Mm -hmm. Um, Otherwise, I really just use insurance for my drone. And I use Skywatch. As everyone knows, we're we're fans of Skywatch. Brandon Pacman, you're welcome, buddy. Wink, wink. Uh, and I think it's uh, a better solution for me. But I also am an extremely aggressive pilot, mm-hmm. and I fly in close proximity. And DJI knows it because <laughs> I've sent drones into Care Refresh. Uh, but long story short is what works for you may not work for everyone. DJI Care Refresh is a really phenomenal tool. Make sure to read through the small print because the terms have evolved over time and they are different from aircraft to aircraft. At least I've noticed it may not be that way anymore. Was in the past, whatever. Mm. Just make some time um, to, to look it over. So where to buy your drone? I don't I think DJI Direct, B&H is great. I've bought drones from Amazon. Um, I don't like going to retailers. I don't like the way that they treat their customers or talk behind or talk about customers behind their backs. Now mm. I'm not talking about anyone specific. I'm just saying that I've seen some things on Facebook that are just mm. horrid. And so we got to remember that we're all human and empathy, right? Like I know you get nervous. It seems like I'm assuming that you get a little nervous when I get excited about you crashing, but I think about it as such a fantastic thing when someone crashes. And I, again, have told that story of the American Airlines pilot from the Dallas training in March, who I soul was crushed when he crashed. And I was yeah. like, no, this is great. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and um, that was a story that Adrian Doko actually tells a lot of people about drone you is is how how we treat people when they're at the lowest of their lows and yeah. he he says you know what a lot of people talk behind your back paul and that's fine and i know that too it's fine comes with the territory frankly um but he goes the one thing i will always correct people on is how you treat people because i have watched you treat people at the lowest of their lows and my friend i will always have your back so i was like hmm Thanks, dude. That's a that's saying from him. That's saying a lot. Like yeah. he is a seasoned entrepreneur. Well, actions speak louder than words. They so are. that that's uh, really cool. That's Honestly, cool. I wish I could drive to Dallas just to buy some of his pasta. Dude, his chicken parmesan is unreal. It's so good. I'm so hungry. He owns a drone business and a restaurant. And oh man, Adrian does. Uh huh. That oh. favorite at my favorite restaurant in Dallas. He took me to a super nice place too. Like a week later, or a year later, and I was like, yeah, we should have just gone to your place. <laughs> <laughs> Especially for chicken parmesan. Ah, uh, anyways, all right, we're we're uh, hungry. We're hungry, and uh, we're starting to bore people. 
We are. Anyway, thanks for joining us. Quick recap. When it comes to getting your drone serviced, think about what's wrong, where you're going to get it serviced, ask them what the process is, do they have the parts, explain the problem, get an understanding of timeline. If it's not something that you want to deal with, if you are in a volume business, just buy a new aircraft. Uh, don't buy refurbished. I don't recommend it. Um, have I bought refurbished? Yes. Um, do I recommend it? No. Uh, and when it comes to where to buy your drone, we're not going to tell you where to buy your drone. I've had great experiences. We've purchased with, from everywhere. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and we've also appreciate DJI has sent us a lot of drones. So in the last few years, we haven't bought any drones. So even the mini, the mini just came, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So yeah, yeah. let's so, keep our airspace safe and thank you for joining us. AskDroneU.com. We believe that videos, images, words, and sounds have the absolute power to inform, inspire, and entertain. We reject indecision, confusion, and vanity, for they work against the community. We are united under the virtues of safety and knowledge. We are a training community of learners and teachers who encourage and energize each other to achieve greatness. We are pilots, videographers, photographers, freelancers, business owners, enthusiasts, experts, and apprentices. We are creators. We are the Drone Youth.